everyone, welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 125. This is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name's Steven, spelled with a PH and an A, joined by the other main dude behind CanadianGameDevs.com, Steven, with a PH and an E. Thank you, Steven, for joining us. Yo, what up? How's it going? How's the lead up to Christmas for you? Uh, good. There, it was It was starting to get stressful just scheduling all this shit. Everyone wants to see the baby, obviously, and... and that all kind of got you gotta see up. the baby you gotta see the baby um so that's and still like even a couple hours ago still trying to organize like when people run a visit and all that stuff because <clears throat> mm-hmm. usually it's people coming over here because it's just mm-hmm. it's much easier um, yeah, you you build it and they will come yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're yeah it's it's going fine i'm also realizing i the Raptors were came came back from a thirty point difference. Uh, I'm getting a lot of medium fries because they have that promotion, and yeah. I get that notification every yeah, time they, they score that 12 three promotions. Uh, yeah, twelve three points. It's annoying this year because you had to buy something first. Yeah, last year was free, and I used yeah. to like take everyone's coupons, and they would screenshot it and send it to me, and I just walk down to McDonald's, redeem like ten medium fries, and just take them all back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to the gym a lot back then, and and I wouldn't bring my like wallet or keys or anything with me. I would just have um my phone, and mm-hmm. on the, the way back there's McDonald's, and I would just uh, scan my phone, um and bring fries to Heather who's pregnant and wanted fries all the time. So it mm-hmm. worked out perfectly because I didn't need to also buy like a drink or some shit. And now you got to buy a drink. My friend uh, Curtis found the cheapest thing you can buy for 99 cents. He got like a small tea with something in it for like a dollar or two. And that's just over the 99 cents. And then he got free fries. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're curious, that's oh, you- the best way to abuse this promotion. Oh, do you have to spend 99 cents? I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's a minimum 99 cent purchase. Oh, what a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, but I you know it's re- not a bunch of bullshit. What's that? Video games. There you go. Well, that's not, not entirely true. That there's some bullshit, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, there's not bullshit. I guess I don't know where I was going with that. All that to say, CanadianGameDevs.com is supported by our amazing patrons over at Patreon.com/slash CanadianGameDevs. If you want to back us, go there, uh, and you'll get access to the show a couple days early and a exclusive channel on our Discord. And our undying gratitude. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. It really helps us. We have pretty good ratings right now. That's so right. So if you're not going to leave a five, um, I'll give a four. Fours are good too. As long as you're at like a four point something or higher, it'll average out. But if you're going to leave before that, just email me and tell me what you don't like about the show. I'll see if I can change it. Otherwise, stop listening. Does that sound fair? It sounds great. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to start with a couple events happening. Um, first one. The Rainbow Six Invitational 2020 coming to Montreal this February 2020. Uh, I think you can buy tickets now. We talked to the head of Ubisoft Esports at EGLX this year. You can read that feature up on our site. If you're a fan of Rainbow Six, uh, definitely head over to Montreal if you can make it. It's a two-day event. Lots of panels. Lots of high-stakes competitive gaming. Um, and... Probably oh. this. This is the last year of updates for the game, right? So this I was going like, to say, yeah. I wonder if they're going to the big one. Announce something. Rainbow Seven. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> what what, Maybe. Pan, what what panels are there? Like a creative director? Uh, like yeah, I think they have some of the. Let me see. If I can find it here. Yeah, going over to the site. Please choose a language for you. Um, the guy was telling me. Ah, uh, this is just tickets. I think they have developers and some other. Um, people on the team maybe some of the esports people 
It's pretty cool. Um, there's also, you get an exclusive in-game weapon skin. Oh. Uh, you get some in- exclusive in-game items. There's a signing session. Uh, there's a swag pack if you get the exclusive full bundle ticket for 240 Canadian. Uh, but otherwise, it's only 95 Canadian to get in. Um, maybe there aren't panels. Now I'm looking at it. I don't see panels. There's a signing oh. session. I assume the team will be there, so you probably find them and talk to them, probably. Because yeah. they're in Montreal, so they'll probably send some people. Tickets prices will increase as you get closer to the event. So right now, it's um, 290 Canadian for the highest tier package in 140 Canadian for the mid tier. So I guess that, yeah, those prices ended November 7th. Never mind. If you want to go, go get tickets. Um, the other event happening in 2020 that we're excited about is XP Game Summit. Uh, we've been talking to one of the organizers, Jason. Uh, it's being pitched as like a game developers conference here in Canada. The site's filling up. There's actual content there now, uh, as opposed to just like a landing page. Uh, tickets are now available for purchase, so you can get the early bird full conference pass for 250 Canadian plus fees. It's basically 300, or just the um, basic pass for the show floor for 30 dollars, which is basically 40 after fees. And there's a full conference pass with with Canadian Game Awards pass um, that you can also buy. And that gets you access to the convention or er, the like talks and show floor and the game awards, which is making a comeback this year. Yeah, it's good. Canadian well, it's, game it's on awards. our own site as well, but also unaffiliated. <laughs> They'll have That's their true. own like Twitch stream and, and awards show, similar to the to the actual game awards that were hosted. Uh, when was that? Two weeks ago? Week ago? But hopefully, people actually get to go off and accept their award instead of just announcing like five of them in a minute and then playing a bunch of trailers. Yeah, because. That's what I feel like award show should be about. It should be about celebrating the people making cool shit. And they should get to come up, hold it, say some things, you know? Last time I went, it was in Toronto. And this might have been 2015 or so. And it was just basically the Ubisoft Awards. Like, Ubisoft <laughs> just cleaned up. I forget what game came out that year. Um, but they just it was basically just all Ubisoft games. Hmm. Kind of like, I wonder if there's like past Well, this year there won't be much for them to get nominated for. There's Assassin's Creed Rebellion, which is their mobile offering in the Assassin's Creed universe. Um, what else? I'm trying to see if there's like a list of past. Yeah, ways. that's what I'm trying to find myself. I feel like I wrote about it on this site. CVAwards.ca is a website. But it looks it looks not, not about yeah. legit. <laughs> I'm, yeah. on it. I'm on it as well. <laughs> well, I assume all of this will be um, probably more fleshed out closer to the date. I can't find anything right now. But that's okay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I found it. Nominations for the seventh annual Game Awards. Back in, no, page can't be found. I. Right, it's pretty hard to find any information <laughs> about that now. So <laughs> hopefully they figure that out. Uh, that's it for events. Uh, got anything else you want to plug, Steve? Um, no, I mean, uh, wait, what was the thing with game dev drinks? Is that happening? I can't remember now. That already no, happened. apparently Brett told us last week that it just kind of fizzled out. Nothing happened and they will resume in the new year. 
right, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, happy holidays, everyone. It's... Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, the day we're recording. That's right. Um, I can't pronounce the, the Hebrew greeting, but it's, yeah, it's Hanukkah. <laughs> it sounds like you're about to try, though. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't. Uh, I, have a, I have a friend who's Jewish. Light your menorah. Uh, I, have a, I have a friend who's Jewish who was snapping me like all of the Hanukkah presents and stuff that they're doing. They get presents? Yeah, uh, isn't it? Well, it's like, because they celebrate for like, oh man, um, nine days. You get a present every day? It's, tw- it's 12, 12 days, seven days? Ah, uh, oh, geez. We're just exposing our ignorance here on the show, <laughs> Steve. Uh, um, I don't remember how many days <laughs> it is, and I don't know really the tradition, but he showed me a lot of presents so nice um <laughs> on to the news <laughs> eight days eight days Hanukkah. eight days yeah because there's like four three on each no four. three four and then the middle one right it's the yeah. big one yeah 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 okay on to the news we have two <laughs> items for you this week it's slowing down a bit um as the year winds down and everyone stops working to be with their families as you should uh First bit of news, StretchBot is now available on iOS and Android for N5 games right there in Toronto. Uh, you can pick it up uh, for, oh shoot, I forget how much it is, Let me, it's $2.99 Canadian um, on the App Store and the Android, or the Google Play Store. Uh, it's a side-scrolling pixel art beat-em-up? Uh, plat- more like platformer, platformer. Yeah, more yeah. like a platformer uh i haven't played it yet have you got a chance no i haven't had a chance yet um either it's i think we have codes we might have codes somewhere in our email oh geez i should check it out but we no should. i haven't had a chance to pick it up um i will i i, I have like a queue of mobile games because i'm going to be going to a lot of uh you know gr- grandma's houses and stuff where there's not mm. really you know i can't really bring my ps4 so i got a lot of i got a queue of like mobile games that i kind of have uh in my head that i want to download and kind of give a shot so this is this is on that list as well but with stadia you can play anywhere you are you know i actually have a stadia account now oh you told me your friend gave you that uh, invite right yeah i I have i had three months or three months of it um and i booted up destiny i got a bunch of prompts about Crossplay, which I didn't care to do, and it chugged while trying to make my character, and then I decided to just go to bed. Uh oh. Then, then I messaged my friend about it, and he's like, "Yeah, on Wi-Fi, it's not great at all. But if you're in like plugged in, oh no, then, then it's fine." And I'm like, "If I had to be plugged in, I might as well just play on my TV." Um, yeah. Mm. So, anyways, that's my 30 second review of Stadia. But uh, M5 Games, yeah, I believe it's their first release too. A uh, couple oh, friends nice. who've known each other for a long time, making their first game, looks pretty dope. I've, I think they've been tweeting a lot too. That it's like you know Apple's been featuring on the on the store a lot for them too. So mm-hmm. I think it's been gaining some success for them. Um, yeah, I look forward to giving it a shot. Nice. Uh, next bit of news. Um, this one is actually a friend of mine from school. Uh, there's a studio oh. Nevermore. They're a group of they're all kind of working remotely. Uh, I w- went to game design school with Robin, who's one of the developers. Uh, they've just released their new game. Oh, geez. Oh, no. My rabbits are gone. <laughs> it's on Steam and Itch.io, uh, and it's currently part of the sale, holiday sale on Itch.io and winter sale on Steam for 17% off. So you can pick it up. Launch. Discount. 11 19 Canadian. Not bad. 
Uh, a scary noise in the night has spooked your poor rabbits, and now all hundred of them have scattered across the valley. Run, climb, jump, and call out commands to your darling bunnies to bring them home safely in this short and sweet puzzle platformer. But be sure to make it home before dark. Currently has seven user reviews, all positive, uh, on Steam. So yeah, go pick it up. Uh, and it's also on itch.io and if you buy it on itch.io you get a steam key and the developers get a bigger cut so i always encourage everyone to go support developers on itch.io it's just a better better platform for helping people make games what's and the, you still get the steam stuff if you want what, what's the cut on itch.io the itch.io you can set it to whatever you want and they don't oh, care. That's so you right, can set right. it a hundred percent and they'll let you do that um but the standard is 90 10 90 developer 10 itch.io what's the what's the cut on epic game store isn't that different as well uh 88 12 so still slightly better on itch.io yeah um and steam is 70 30 it actually gets the cut gets bigger for every million sold milestone you get so like at one three and five million the cut gets bigger for the developer so oh, really, really? Only rewards yeah that's new thing they added this year yeah. to reward extremely successful steam games yeah i know that's i mean that's the I, people who definitely need the help I wouldn't think you wouldn't want to do it the other way, but like it's sort of just like a for like probably ninety percent of the developers are just like thanks but no thanks. Oh, it's got to be like ninety nine point nine nine percent of games on Steam don't hit what, a million. Like, the, oh, it's a million is the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. the million's the first one, and then at three and five, it uh. It was probably something up. like because they make so much money off of games, like EA is bringing their games back over, and yep, and, um, uh, Ubisoft's bringing all their games over, even though you still have to launch through UPlay. <laughs> So it's probably uh, like it was probably something for them to just be mm-hmm. like Steam. Why you know we're just going to release on our own on, platforms to on keep our own 100%. platforms or on Epic or whatever, and mm-hmm. and they'll just be like, all right, fine, we'll come up with this, blah blah. Yeah, Cyberpunk's going to be a big one this year. Watchdogs Legion. I think the, um, I think I think uh, like the all the consoles ones are also like seventy thirty two. I wonder if that's going to yeah, change. That was actually, I was interested, uh, I was listening to IGN Unfiltered, which is a show they do, just big hour-long interviews with different developers, and he was talking to the original designers of the Xbox, and the Xbox Live Marketplace was, like, one of the first places to buy games digitally, and he was like, we kind of arbitrarily, like, just talked to the first couple developers who were on there, and we're like, is 70-30 fair? And they were like, yeah, sure. And that just became the precedent that everyone <laughs> adopted. PlayStation, the App Store, Google Play Store, Xbox, like, well, Xbox started it, but it was so interesting that just, like, this throwaway conversation back in, like, 2001 ended up setting the precedent for digital game sales for the next 20 years. It's kind of That's fun. so weird. I, I gotta wonder, though, if, like, when they if they kind of make deals with like other developers like it is the default is no like 70, 30. You, no, that would you don't be think a so? scandal that would be a scandal really i feel like everyone who's not a first party because obviously the first party is just take 100 yeah um, and like if microsoft owns the studio selling on the microsoft store there's probably some different arrangement there yeah um but i feel like anytime you sign the like whatever terms agreement with playstation xbox or nintendo it has to be consistent doesn't it it has to be. I mean, I, I, there's different deals negotiated for the like PlayStation Plus games and stuff. That's, yeah, that's what, that's kind of where this is kind of coming from, where they'll have deals for PlayStation Plus and Game Pass and PS Now and mm-hmm. Switch doesn't really have any of that shit. But but then they also, they must kind of be in contact with these. I, do you know how the sale process works? Like when you want to put your game on sale, do you, you have, have to, to have sold a certain amount of copies to be eligible? Do you, do you have to ask Steam to be like, hey, put us 
put our game on sale or does steam so ask steam, you guys on steam like, anyone can put their games on sale and steam right. sends an email every time there's a sale sale coming up it's right. like you can opt into it um but anytime you can just set your game on sale there's a couple of restrictions like you can't set your game on sale before it's out or within like a couple of weeks or something right um but on playstation and xbox you have to have hit a certain sale threshold before you can participate in a sale yeah because otherwise everyone would want to be on sale for sure, because like on Switch, like I don't know if you if you look at the eShop, because I, I brought probably the most game I play on the e, to the Switch. To be honest, is just browsing the eShop. What they'll what they'll do is there will just be so many games for like fifteen cents, thirty cents, dollar, whatever, because all these developers, um, including like uh, a few Canadian ones, like will just they they their game just bombed. I think I guess and just they just drop, you know, they just put a ninety five percent sale on it. And so when you look, occasionally when you look at the most like sold games, um, you know how they have the best sellers or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll be like, you know, Pokemon and Zelda and then just random little indie games and you look at it and it's like they, they sell for like 10 cents. And yeah, essentially it's, it's free for a lot of people because they have the gold coin system too. Mm-hmm. So, you, Oh you know, yeah, so you can like <laughs> redeem those and get like a couple of games for free. Yeah, I've, I've done that where I'm just like, well, I have... 50 cents of coins and I can just download this game and if I get like you know it's just like downloading a free iPhone game essentially if you just get like five mm-hmm. minutes of fun out of it it's sort of quote unquote worth it um, so I wonder I, if, I don't know like, how the eShop works I've yeah. only seen behind uh, PlayStation and Xbox and Steam that's fair well I guess uh, maybe uh, Brain Delight should should head to Switch <laughs> no that's not <laughs> happening <laughs> you can we're, we're working on getting a Switch dev kit for our next games we have oh. applied and we're waiting to hear back oh yeah scoop, scoop. but yeah, um, I guess I guess we, we should occasionally mention that you work for I, we do actually because you you hype them up but you yeah, always mention an indie game studio here in Halifax yeah, okay. um, been previously covered on the site so not since I started but that might be a conflict of interest in the future. Who knows? I can, I can always. Uh, I'll, well, no, I'll just write about them. Okay, that's, that's why fair. there's two two of us. And if I ever make exactly. a game, which probably will never happen, I'll write about it. it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the end of the news. Check out OGs. Oh. I know my rabbits are gone. They also have two other projects in development. So follow at Studio Nevermore. Um, and yeah, <laughs> wait, there is one more coming out. Oh, there's, there's one more. Yeah, uh, story is oh. not on the site, but it will be on the site by the time everyone listens to the podcast. But Rima, the story begins: platform adventure Metroidvania video game, which takes place in a world full of mysteries and surprises. This came came out to iOS and Android uh, earlier this month. Uh, in the last full moon before Shadow gets close to the land of Illa, Ilyelin, the goddess of Illa, I can't pronounce these things, sent one of her messengers down to find one and only survivor, savior. Sorry. She knew as Shadow steps onto Elia and opens the dark gate, hope, life, and joy would turn into a dream. Um, mm-hmm. Rima, the story begins, uh, is on both you know iPhone for $5 and strangely on Google Play for $10. We were actually just discussing before, like it has one review on iPhone and you know like 500 reviews on Google Play. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Up Entertainment here in Toronto, so... We'll have a you know screenshots and and trailer and stuff on the site, but check it out. I haven't played it yet. We we definitely have codes for this one, mm-hmm. um, which uh, you know I, again it's on my queue that I'm gonna try to play over the over the break. You antisocial millennial. Yeah, I mean here's the thing: when you have a kid <laughs> and you just go to these places, that suddenly you just don't matter. Like 
My mom doesn't have me as a son anymore. She just has two granddaughters. <laughs> so they'll just take the kid and just completely ignore you. And it's kind of nice because you just kind of get left in your own little world. And the kid is like not your responsibility for the moment. Mm-hmm. You just do whatever you want. So I'm going to play some play some iPhone games. Hell yeah. And ignore all these people. But yeah, um, Ump, Ump Entertainment, Rima, the story begins. Check it out. Cool. That's it for the news. Now we're going to move on to our favorite segment, Wishlist This. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is inspired by Brett and Steven's frequent re- wishlisting of games during the show. So I, the other Steven, created this segment to highlight three upcoming Canadian-made games that you can add to your wishlist right here, right now. Uh, and the rules are you have to wishlist at least one of them. I made that rule just for Brett, but ended up <laughs> wishlisting them all last week. So hopefully we get some more. Brett's not here, so I assume Steven will just wishlist them all. I'm, I'm loading up my Steam. Are they all Steam games? They are all on Steam, yes. Okay. Uh, they might be coming to other things, too. All right. First up, uh, from Queen Bee Games, Spinch uh, has some amazing key art here on Steam. S-P-I-N-C-H. Spinch is a tight and precise platformer with a bubbling psychedelic world full of mishapped and malformed enemies. Assume your true form as a spinch and use quick reflexes to dash, wall jump, and battle eccentric bosses on your quest to rescue your missing litter of offspring. Yeah, oh my god, this looks like Super Meat Boy, but on LSD. It looks, oh, it looks so good. <laughs> like I love the way this game looks. I don't know how it plays, but it does also feel. Now that you mention it, kind of like, but it's a, it's not like straight two D. It's it's offset off a bit. Like you can see the depth of things, whereas Meat Boy is like, um, it's just flat. Yeah, uh, this game looks really really good. It looks like a it looks like a Beatles music video in the Yellow Submarine era. You know. <laughs> yeah. What else is Queen Bee? Done on Onion Forest. I feel like I've heard this name, but I don't recognize these. Where are these? Where is Queen Bee? They follow us on Twitter. Oh, I should know where they're from. But they uh, suggested when I asked for uh, games, they they asked us if we could highlight this one. I'm on Prince the Edward, right now. Prince Edward Island. Ooh, hook it up. Yeah. I would I would wager probably one of the only developers on Prince Edward Island. No, no, there's a um. I said one, I said one, one I said one only. Oh, okay. one of one of one of one of. There's a there's an EA on Prince Edward Island and there's there is yeah I, and there's a other ocean has a studio there, a small one. I thought they were in oh so they're in St John's, L.A. or San, or California somewhere, and there's one in PA. Oh, well, look yeah. at you. Look how much I, I know. I think I don't. Know. I actually don't. Now I'm self guessing no. myself. But anyway, uh, wishlist finch right now. Is it? Oh, you know what? Steve? Yeah, actually, you know what? On uh, on the website canadiangamedevs.com slash canadian atlantic game studios, uh, we have EA Charlotte, Ice Jam, Other Ocean, Queen Bee Games, Rabbit Hole Studios, Sculpin, and Telus Entertainment. So that's, that's Scul- Sculpin's the Other Ocean like QA group. So they do uh, contracts and stuff. Yeah. So that's that's more than I thought. I have wishlist. Uh, I have wishlist. Um, uh, spinch though. Perfect. Adding the sound effect now. Uh, next up on wishlist this big game number two, Queen City Chaos from Kai Hutchence over in Alberta, I believe. Nope. Yes. No. I don't. Uh, Saskatchewan. I think. Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the west. They're all going to be different countries soon, anyway. 
Uh, and Queen City Chaos is an NES-style 8-bit brawler adventure game set in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. There you go. Uh, explore a bizarre set of circumstances, fight enemies, upgrade your statistics, gain equipment, and solve just what's causing all this chaos in this small prairie city. So it looks like the game is like a pixelated, side-scrolling kind of Streets of Chaos. Well, I mean, the Queen City Chaos in the name. Uh, kind of beat-em-up game. Yeah. It looks, looks really tight. Uh, looks like... It's going to be multiplayer, I think, because there's like the four players at the top. And <laughs> planned release date, quote, when it's <laughs> when good it's and good, ready. When it's good and <laughs> so ready. Uh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Massive Corporation Game Studios, for um, uh, highlighting this to us on Twitter. And Kai Hut- Hutchence, game looks tight. It looks 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 old, which I think you're going for, but hopefully it feels feels good. Uh, coming out when it's good and ready. Is it on your wish list, Steve? Uh, let me add it. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. I think it was, it was on my wish list before, actually. So. Playing the sound effect now. All right. And lastly, today on wish list this, uh, we have Animal Royale from Pixely. Uh, it's currently in early access, but the game will be launching fully in 2020. Oh, nice. Uh, you can currently try the super free edition and your progress syncs over to the full version. Quote, select your adorably murderous fox, panda, or sloth and parachute into a ferocious 64-player battle arena. Explore top-down 2D world full of exotic biomes, high-powered weaponry, and giant hamster balls. This looks absurd. Uh, I'm very here for it. And this is from Pixely over in Vancouver. Uh founded by michael one and chris clog uh check it out add to your wish list it's in early access and you can play like the free version if you want to give it a go uh but you can also wait till the game fully launches next year over overwhelmingly positive reviews mm-hmm. um, 3200 good friend of the show uh jake budno did the music for this game ooh, by the way. or the, and maybe he, the sound effects i don't know the difference between the two but did he, you add it to your wish list steve i did cool uh, that's it for wishlist this thank you everyone for submitting games i have a a, a huge backlist now because we got a, a, a whole bunch of suggestions so we're good for like a couple episodes but please don't stop sending us suggestions uh, i will add them all and we will get to them uh now i want to promote our game of the year watch steve we have two polls running on our site right now the first is for canadian game of 2019 uh it's almost at 600 votes uh, we're doing post tagging the studios and developers and we're getting retweets and lots of love. So if you want to vote, please go over to CanadianGameDevs.com and go to features and select Canadian Game of the 2019 vote and you can cast your ballot for best Canadian game of 2019. Is it A Short Hike? Is it Celeste Chapter 9? Is it Quench? Is it A Summer with the Shiba Inu? It's definitely not Anthem, so please don't even vote for that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. If you enjoy it, did you see the tweet it. we got by the way? Because originally, no. the de- the, so the originally the default was the first one was chosen, mm-hmm. um, like and Anthem was the very first one. So someone mm-hmm. tweeted us that they accidentally voted for Anthem instead of the game <laughs> they wanted. That's probably and the I, only vote it got. <laughs> I know, <laughs> probably. And I had uh, I had them DM us, just be like, just tell us what you're what your actual game is and we'll just mm, count we'll just that. swap it and we'll i'll look into that if, if it it's not close right now is the thing though we won't we won't say who's just killing it but there is a game that 
is uh, is killing it right now. So. But don't let that dissuade you from casting your ballot. No, of course not. Of course not. Uh, the other poll we have running on our site right now is most anticipated Canadian game of 2020. Uh, so we've pulled together a bunch of games, a lot of them from our wish list this segment, and created a poll. Uh, for both of these polls, I'll add, you can write in a game uh, if it's not on the list. And if it gets like two or three, I'll just add it to the list uh, so other people can see it. But we tried to select the games that we talked about on the show and I, don't know, I think have a high enough profile. But this isn't about having a high profile. It's about highlighting Canadian games. So if you see one not on the list you want, just write it in. Both of those are on com. Go to Features, top two. And we will be announcing the winners at the end of 2019. We'll probably close the poll. When do you want to close it, Steve? Let's decide right here, right now, live. Uh, let's say, let's do January 1st and 2nd. So we probably won't do a podcast. Actually, can, till, we, till we the might... fourth. You want to do one on the 4th? Yeah, we'll do one on the 4th. So that we'll... gives us a day to count everything. We I mean, we're not literally counting the votes. Oh, yeah. it's a, We're using a nice program to do this for us. Um, so we'll close Game of the Year on the first and Most Anticipated on the second, and then reveal the winners on the show. Yeah, I think that works. Okay. So cast your ballot until January 1st for Game of the Year and second for Most Anticipated Game. I'm looking at some of the, the write-ins right now. Mm-hmm. We got some good. I've added a couple to the to the list. Let's get Golf Blitz. Some of these I haven't, I haven't like heard of. Some people wrote in maximum football. Some people voted for both maximum football yeah. and then wrote in maximum football. If you're gonna be cheeky like that, I'm only counting one. If you write in the same one you're voting for, no, 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 no. We I have mean the, we have technology to stop yeah. that. I mean the right the write ins we actually have to manually count, so it kind of it kind of nullifies when you uh, when you do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't count, but but nice. I'm glad. Good, I'm glad good some effort. People, yeah, exactly. It's cheeky. Clever. Uh, that's then, it for and then maximum football 2020 <laughs> is on the most anticipated <laughs> you know what if that's is that a scoop is it confirmed Coming? i don't think it's i don't think it's confirmed it's just sort of very heavily probably assumed. yeah nhl 2021 question mark might yes. be stranger than you think yes, <laughs> uh now we're gonna move on to what we've been playing uh i'm gonna go first this week yep. uh, i've been playing terraria with some of my friends online for those of you oh, don't know 2d it's a yeah, it's 2D Minecraft, and my friend hates when I call it that, but that's what it is. You craft, <laughs> you fight enemies, you explore caves, you got pickaxes. It, it's 2D Minecraft. So why, so why does he hate if you call it that? He's like, it's it's more about the combat, you know? There's a whole bunch of different types of enemies, and, you know, there's different... It, it, the combat is more intense than in oh, Minecraft. In Minecraft, you, like, hit with a sword or hit with a bow, <clears> and that's it. And there's just so many more variations of, like, items and abilities and weapons and stuff. Um, but if you want to describe it to somebody, 2D Minecraft is they'll they'll understand immediately what it is. I assume I assume you're playing on PlayStation Vita. No, I'm playing on PC. <laughs> oh shit! Because uh, oh, uh, it's on sale for like the Steam Winter Sale. My friend was like, "Play with me," and I did. And then we have some other friends playing too. So mm-hmm. that probably won't last more than a week. I'm very I have a tiny attention span. That's fair. Um, Don't I know it? I've also <laughs> been playing uh, Untitled Goose Game. Came to Xbox Game Pass. And I have that, so I thought, why not try it again and get some achievements? Good good to know, Steve, that the achievements and therefore the trophies are quite easy and very attainable, like two to four hours. So I would encourage you to pick it up because it's amazing. Yeah, but the Goose, it's not on PC Game Pass, though. No, but you want trophies. Yeah, but so this is the dilemma that I'm, I'm having with myself right now, where Uh-oh. it's like, if a game is free on 
Game Pass, mm-hmm. and my achievement score is fairly is really weak. It's like mm-hmm. I'm I'm only at like twenty five percent, and and I'm less than ten thousand achievements or game mm-hmm. score or whatever. I'm I'm sort of debating. You know, I, I came up. I will talk about the game that I was playing this week, but I was kind of thinking like I don't like I feel like I need to just play these games on the cheapest way possible and not worry so much about the trophies. Mm-hmm. But fiscal, sorry. you're you're being fr- a frugal gamer. Yeah, I mean, I respect that. I got oh yeah, Untitled Goose Game has a twenty percent platinum on uh, on PlayStation right now. So. Oh, I'm flying through it. I love I love this game, Steve. I'm I'm right at this last couple. I took uh, some vacation days, and so I just have a nice two weeks off here, nice. and I'm just playing through all the games that I didn't get a chance to finish this year. Uh, and that brings me to my other game I've been playing this week, which is Baba Is You. Are you familiar with this this amazing wow. little public puzzle game? No, I don't know. It sounds like a baby game when you say it. It's not the it best does. title, but Baba is You is a 2D puzzle game where you move blocks on the screen that are the game logic. So Baba is You, the player is Baba. There's other things like the wall is stop, lava is hot, rock is push. And you basically it's really hard to describe, but as soon as you see a trailer, you get it. You mm. move these blocks that are the game logic into different configurations to try and solve puzzles. Uh, it's brilliant. Uh, if you follow Game Maker's Toolkit on YouTube, they're a great channel. He does his like most innovative game of the year every year, and he did a great breakdown on why Baba Is You is so good. I'd encourage you to go watch that. Uh, and yeah, it, it's a stellar game. I'm, I'm really impressed with it. Like, I'm not great at puzzle games. Um, it takes a really special puzzle game to get me. You know, games like Portal, uh, Snake Birds, another good one, Steven Sausage Roll. And this is the next in a huge, huge puzzle game victory, I think. Hmm. For, yeah, I'm watching the trailer right now. And- it's wild. Like, once you see it, you're like, no, no. But every, and so many of these puzzles, like, as soon as you figure it out, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that's it. Like, you, it's good. I highly recommend Baba's You. Everyone, go give it a shot. And 10% of all the game sales since launch have gone to charity. So if that's, if that's oh, nice. an incentive. Uh, check that out a specific charity or uh the game opens with like 10 percent of all proceeds go to something or other i can check it up quick Uh, yeah i should probably i i didn't check there's bad charities out there but i'm pretty sure this isn't one the people uh (laughs) the people foundation or whatever from (laughs) seinfeld (laughs) my other my other bank account foundation (laughs) no i'm pretty sure no, I, I yeah, I, sorry, I don't mean to hint or allude to him not doing mm. I'm always just curious, uh, you know, the charities people like what, what charities are going to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I uh, every sporting event I go to, I do the 50-50. If you're unfamiliar with it, basically 50% of the tickets go to a charity and 50% of the uh, money goes to the, the winner. And so I always just wonder like what charity you go to, but all these sports places have like their own sort of charity. Oh, so it like stays in the company. Yeah, essentially, and I'm sure there's like mm. good tax shit to that. Like I was at I was at the Detroit Pistons game earlier this week, uh, Detroit and Raptors, and they have like they have like the Pistons like foundation or some shit. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of I don't know. I mean, giving's giving at certain points, but yeah, you always wonder. It's like how, but it's like you know how you can go to Tim Hortons and donate like your loose change to the Tim Hortons like foundation. And yeah, just, and they just, they like, do good things they do but it's like they just donate other people's money and their own i don't know yeah it's like when grocery stores have like 
buy groceries from us and donate it. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're you're getting money from us still. This yeah, exactly. isn't this isn't charity. I'm always skeptical <laughs> of that. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm like, it's good giving what we can dot org uh is where the money goes to. Giving what we can dot org. Which is cool. Uh it was a Nordic Game Jam uh winner. Oh nice. Uh, giving what we can dot org, doing the most with Doing the most good is hard. We recommend some of our best places to give. We pledge to give at least 10% of our income. Oh, okay. So it's like a pledge thing. Oh, so interesting. Like they got a calculator the at the bottom with your annual income and how rich you'll be in other places. That's some magic I'm mm. curious about. Oh, this is cool. I'll probably do this later. Yeah. I want to I wanna do more like this in 2020. Like I'm looking at, um, this is a little off that, but I'm looking at my Patreon like um, pledges and everyone I back... I don't know, this kind of ruffles some people's feathers, but all the people I'm supporting are kind of just, like, straight white guys, and they're doing fine, like, several thousand U.S. dollars a month. Like, they've got a living wage. And I kind of want to, like, spread that around to people who, like, wouldn't would, wouldn't be able to do this full-time without Patreon support. Yeah, and, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I want to, like, help out, you know, underrepresented creators. Um, <coughs> yeah, so I mean, to, this... Like, this happens to us like where people just say they kind of pledge, you know, for a certain amount of time. Like you don't have to always kind of just keep pledging to someone. And, and that's happened too. where, you know, I've, I've done that too, where I'm just like, ah, do I want to get these, do I want to help this out and, and get rewards or can I just like wait? And then mm-hmm. they're like making, you know, thousands of dollars and they're fine. Like I thought about that with the kind of funny guys. Yeah. Um, it's like ugh, they already throw so many ads and shit into all their videos and all their things mm-hmm. are just like it's just a video the game content. show. Yeah. Exactly. Sponsored so it's like Gearbox. like eh like they don't need they don't need it but I'm sure That's why uh, I like the idea of Patreon being this content wouldn't exist. And a lot of that other content like wouldn't exist without it, but they've reached the point where they're fine now. You know, I want like they have a community that's going to support them probably forever as long as they're making content. I want yeah. to find people who are still at where they were at the start and help them. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you can easily find that if you tweet out. I've got. I've got a short list, but oh, I should tweet out. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, what have you been playing, Steve? Uh, so I played River Bond on uh, PC, PC Game Pass. Um, and Did you play with anybody? No, that's the thing. That's why I don't think I like it because I played it solo, and you really should not play that game solo. Like. Heed, heed my warning that it's pretty dull and, and just kind of not that great, um, at least solo. And I've played the game at events, like EGLX, with a friend. And I'm like, I can't wait for this game to come out. It's, like, so cute and chaotic and fun and blah, blah, blah. But once you kind of play by yourself, it's just very, like, simple and, and you know, mundane. Um, and it's, like, easy. This is, like, what I was talking about earlier, where it's, like, a very easy platinum game or 100% game. And, and I'm just going to... I just played it on Game Pass. I, didn't, I beat it, but I didn't, like, 100% it. I just, like, delete mm-hmm. it. I, I kind of want to play it with someone, but I don't know. I don't it's know really good. With, uh, I played with... Uh, so you, there's, like, workarounds. Like, uh, Steam has this new couch uh, play now where you can, like... It streams the instance of the game for both people oh. who play together. It's really oh. cool, but that doesn't help you with Game Pass. Yeah. Um, and there's other services you can use, like... When the when Riverbond actually came out, I tried it with a friend. I can't remember the name of the app we used. Basically, both people installs it, and then someone streams it to the other person, and you mm. play together. And it was relative. And this isn't like a really intense game you need precision for, so it worked. Yeah. But it wasn't like 
flawless. So there are ways to play it online, but natively, no. There's no built-in online. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like Planet of the Eyes, their first game, more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was I, I. I wanted like a little bit more depth in the game. Like, there's you don't really you get like new weapons, but they're all kind of just the same. Like, there's really just like three or four weapon types, and then you can find hidden stuff, but they're not really like super hidden and. There's no like leveling up or anything like that. It's, it's a high score chaser, and I've never really been a big high score chasing kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a little, a little disappointed. Um, and and I thought like I wonder if this ever goes on sale on PlayStation Five. I would just download it because it's easy platinum. And I think like eh, no, whatever. I, I've already played and beaten it. I never need to play it again. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the same theme of games, I'm playing solo that I should play with a friend. Uh, I'm still playing. Um, oh man. I'm, Blanking on it, the Rogue Rogue Legacy sequel or not sequel, but the Rogue Legacy game. Oh yeah, uh, you were talking full, about it last yeah, week. Yeah, Full Metal Furies. I played more of that. It's it's funner. I'm enjoying that one a lot more. Um, mm. It's it's really difficult though, and I wonder if part of the difficulty is playing solo. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing about that game is it does have online, but it does have drop in, drop out. So you either have to like host a game and wait for someone to join you, or uh, or find someone who's hosting and join them. But once you mm-hmm. kind of start playing, you're like locked into that, you know, single player for the whole match. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange because you control two characters. You could sw- switch between the two, but they did. They just didn't put like a matchmaking or or like a, a drop in drop out kind of feature in it, which just kind of really wrecks it. Now that the game is super unpopular and you know not really many people are playing. I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. You know, you basically have to like plan uh, with your buddies to play it instead of just finding randoms. But yeah, I like it. I want to play more. It's just it's just really hard, so I get frustrated and I just turn it off. <laughs> That's fair. It's a life's too short to play games you're not having fun with. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say I'm not having fun. It's just that it was just getting frustrating. I'm just like, ah, eh, like short bursts. Yeah, exactly. It's a good. Sh- yeah, it's been a short burst game for me. And then the other thing I've been playing is Gran Turismo Sport because. It's just it was on sale for like ten bucks over Black Friday or whatever, um, and it's kind of amaz- amazing that the studio and I'm pretty sure the same like director has just been making the same game the whole like basically his whole career. Like it's been it's been the same studio for sure, and I'm pretty sure it's been the same like guy, um, like the main guy. Sort of like how Kojima just made Metal Gear Solid games for like twenty years. Yeah, and if, finally uh, got to make something else. If it ain't broke. So I'm always, I'm always, I'm curious, like I wanted to play it. Cause I was just like, what is, what does this game look like from someone who has just made this game? Like, you know, for the last 20 has made like seven or eight of these games for the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not a big, it? it's really fun. I'm not a big car guy, but it's, you know, it's beautiful. It runs really well. Like it's, it's cool. They do something weird with the online mode, which is like, you got to qualify for these online Hmm. matches and then sort of wait a long time to play them like there's not just like a again a drop in sort of just race um mode you kind of have to like qualify for these races sort of like real racing i'm guessing it's what they're kind of going for mm-hmm. um i want to play vr too but you know i've put my vr away for the time being but this game has been insanely updated over the last like two years so also want to support that but it's fun i'm having i'm having fun with it Good. Um, I think there's a hole missing in the PlayStation catalog for a really wacky. Because like I'm not a big fan of the 
racing sim, you know, like Forza Motorsport, Gran Turismo. Yeah. I like the Forza Horizon, like drive through the country, smash it, join in different races whenever. And I think they were trying to do that with Drive Club, but it didn't, it wasn't wacky enough for me. And it wasn't like, it was still very hyper car focused, realistic. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, Drive Club was closer, I think, to Gran Turismo than than not. Mm-hmm. And, and PlayStation needs a, uh, needs a Forza Horizon mode or version of like that really fun, wacky type car game that still is like the car heads can go in there and tinker and tune everything and customize all the nuts or whatever. And people like me who don't care can just drive through barns and get new cars and just airdrop out of ships and stuff. And, and that's like what PlayStation should, I think, yeah, work on. There's, there's a hole there. Forza is one of the games that are, um, like I downloaded on Xbox and I played it, you know, briefly and mm-hmm. ruined my my percentage, my achievement percentages. But now oh, it's on no. it's on game PC Game Pass too, so I, I downloaded. Yeah. I haven't I just haven't played it again. Have you played Horizon or just Motorsport? Uh, no, I was playing her. I was playing Horizon. Okay, yeah, that's that's the good one. You should one of them. Which one was that? Yeah, Let me look. There's anyway. her, There's been four. Wait, one, two on three sixty, and then I think they just added a Lego mode too, which is really cool. Forza Horizon 4 is the one I play. Yeah, yeah. That's the latest one. Yeah. And PlayStation needs needs something like that, I think. Just mm-hmm. like uh, Xbox realized they needed a, a good baseball game. And so it looks like the show might be coming to other platforms soon. Yeah. We haven't really talked about that, did we? No, I don't think so. That's crazy. We didn't talk about that because it happened on the Monday before, like, three different, like... The um, Indie World, the Game Awards, and the PlayStation Experience. Yeah, which I feel like PlayStation wanted to do it that way just bury it like oh we're still brand associated with playstation yeah exactly um i'm like i'm worried the product might suffer though because like anytime you got to add different platforms a lot can go wrong like especially if you add pc like if they're not solely focused on making the playstation 4 version then i think i'm worried it might suffer a little bit Mm. already with like the nine month development periods for that game that that would be hell on earth to do to three new platforms so I don't know. I hope they either ramp up, maybe take a year off. Well, they just... definitely won't take a year off. No, they can't afford that. Because <clears throat> what also adds a little, you know, little um, what? Because I think it's a 2021 is like when these new versions would come out. That's mm-hmm. going to be the first like PlayStation Five version. Mm-hmm. So that spring, adds like spring twenty. Is it's a spring release, right? Yeah, so yeah, it always yeah. comes out in March before the right like, before the season the, starts. Yeah, exactly. So, th- so March twenty twenty will be, or sorry, this next, like next year, next this March won't will it won't come to PS five. It'll be the last PS four one probably. Be or last. they might do both, like they nope. did with PS three. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll be on PS four for a couple of years. But like this new deal, like if they're adding Xbox and Switch and maybe PC versions, they need to like ramp up the studio, hire dozens if not more people to get this yeah, and maintain the quality of the PlayStation versions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll it's, see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm assuming they're going to get like more, a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's also a quick turnaround because it's only, it's, it's less than two years from mm-hmm. when they announced, like maybe it was a deal that was kind of brewing for a while. Maybe and it's not the same as like making a full game. It's just it's porting, but still, it seems like a short turnaround. Plus, also developing for Switch, I've got to imagine it's harder than developing for Xbox uh, One. 
In oh, trying of... to get it to re- like a bunch of studios don't even try. Like yeah, I remember exactly. they were talking to the uh, respawn technician about will Titanfall two come to Switch, and he just laughed at like in the reporter's face. And like, oh, I like, remember that. Yeah, yeah. You just can't like the sacrifice to the game. Like it's a miracle. I don't think people are talking about the most miraculous thing in 2019. The Witcher three runs at a smooth frame rate on the Nintendo Switch entirely on one cartridge. I didn't, think is, it was, I didn't think it was smooth. I thought it was still like pretty crappy. I th- I saw I was watching a streamer play it was smooth, but m- oh. maybe other people have initial issues. Even the yeah. fact that it runs at all is still impressive, I think. But it's you impressive. have to sacrifice so much. Like the game <clears throat> looks terrible. Yeah, it's impressive in a sense, but also in another like it's also an early 2015 game, so it's almost like it's almost four it was four years old by the time it mm-hmm. came out. So it's like it's not like the it is a huge giant game, but you gotta wonder what's gonna happen to Switch and all these ports when like PS5 and Xbox uh, oh, man. Series X games come out. Like uh, are they even gonna try? <laughs> I I bet a bunch of games won't. Or they'll be like what the EA's been doing and like Which FIFA happened. twenty this year on Switch was just FIFA nineteen uh, yeah, I heard re- about that. resold. Yeah. And yeah. like I think that'll that'll be it'll either just won't come out because of the sacrifice and quality, or it'll be like some weird othered child of this game. Or I mean, maybe Nintendo's working on like a Switch Pro version. But I hope so. I hope it's a Switch Pro bundle and it comes with Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and it's cute and I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) Animal Crossing's like in a couple months, isn't it? Yeah. So probably not, but I want it. (laughs) If you're listening. Mr. Nintendo, Steven wants a new Switch. It might be. I mean, all I want for that goddamn system is achievement stuff. Steve, you're a slave to the achievements. Play Switch games because you enjoy them. No, I'll play Dauntless Fortnite and that's it. It's not freeing at all. Fortnite doesn't even have trophies or achievements. Like it the single player does, but the yeah, the the PVE mode has has trophies, which I have yeah. a decent amount of. It actually has the most pretty hard, isn't it? It it's super time consuming. It would take you over a thousand hours to get the platinum in that game. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. It's it's insane amount of time. All right, I think that's that's good. Do you feel good, Steve? Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. What's the question? Control or Sekiro? What should I pick up? Control. You personally, just what I know about you, Control. All right. So Sekiro is, if you haven't played or beaten or gotten into a Dark Souls or Souls-like game before, Sekiro will not feel good. You'll, I liked I liked Bloodborne. I liked Bloodborne. It's not but, Bloodborne. But it took me like three years to of on and off gaming of of, of Bloodborne? Bloodborne. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodborne's been my favorite of all of them, and I played all of them. Um Sekiro, man, it'll just kick your ass. And it it's a very pretty game. I like how fast it is compared to Dark Souls. Like it's it's a it's a different kind of souls, but it's still like be precise and perfect or die. Yeah. And right. control is w- just oh, it's control is beautiful, it's weird, and it's like a really tight third person shooter, and I think that's what you'd like more. So bonus follow up question. Do mm-hmm. I get the do I get the deluxe edition with the DLC coming up or do I just get the base? Do you like Alan Wake? I think I've asked before. I was okay with Alan Wake. Because one of the the last DLC for Control is going to be some weird Alan Wake crossover. So if you're invested in Alan Wake or or care at all about that story, definitely pick up the Deluxe. But I'm personally not going to get any of the DLC. Um, I think the the base game is 
is all you need to see. And I guess I should, I want to throw out for people, if you're still with us, um, Epic Games is doing a free game every day for the next 12 days. Oh yeah, I meant to boot up what it is today. Although, because um, we, we usually do the PSA, but it's kind of... Oh yeah, plug, plug those. And PSA, gotta get those PlayStation Plus games, games with gold games. So many free games everywhere. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. Today's, I have like 50 games in my Epic account. I think I played two. Also, you can just get a $10 Epic coupon, can't you? Yeah, if you just download the free game, you get the $10 coupon, put it towards whatever you want. Ooh, it's little, insane. They, they're little Inferno is the game today, actually, which is a pretty fun, kooky game. Yesterday was super hot. Two days ago was Towerfall. Three days ago was uh, it's, it's it's a lot. Tomorrow's probably Ape Out. They have like a little teaser, and it's like the sideways polygonal gorilla. So, but Ape Out's on Game Pass too. I have um, how many games do I have? 10, 15. I have. I've missed a couple. I have almost thirty games on Epic. None of them are installed. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> I also finally hit like max on my hard drive, so I have to either install some new. I have like I have my SSD from when I replaced my PlayStation uh, <laughs> hard drive, yeah. so I might try and like shove that into my computer. We'll see, but uh, yeah. stay tuned. Whew. All right, that's it for the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast episode number one hundred and twenty-five. We will be doing. Uh, are we going to take next week off, Steve? Do you think the twenty-eighth? It's it's like a maybe. It's a maybe. It's a, it's a maybe. maybe. We it's might take maybe. it off, we might not. Stay tuned. Definitely be back on the 4th of January for Game of the Year and Most Anticipated Games 2020 recap. Maybe with Brett. Who knows? Uh, all our love to Brett, too. Keep out doing what you're doing. Uh, this show is supported by our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash devs. Here at the end, we like to give a big shout-out to our top-tier supporters. Thank you so much, Andrew Hokulik, Aaron McLeod, Cody Cormier, Dmitry Kornikov, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Gene Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, M5 Games, Matthew Minot, PixelNots underscore Alex, and Slaughter Neko. Thank you for your continued support. You help us keep this site running. And, yeah, everything. Uh, thanks for joining us, Steve. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Stephen L. Crane. been trying to tweet more. Uh, but basically, that's me on Instagram and uh, <coughs> um, Twitter. Twitter. I had a pretty dark joke earlier today that I won't repeat. About your I dad? Was, yeah, I saw I was, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, is Steve okay? <laughs> it was something. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I often have to joke about that sort of stuff. Um, you got to laugh about it or you'll cry about it. Exactly. You know? I was I was quite proud of that joke, though. I, I'll be honest. I was like, that one's pretty good. But you can check it out. I, I won't repeat it because it's, it's, it's a little bit dark. But um, It's morbid. Uh, but also Grow Raptors. But yeah, Stephen L. Crane is basically where you can find me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stephen Riley, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-R-E-I-L-O-Y. It's Irish. Uh, and you can find us and all our work at CanadianGameDevs.com and at CanadaGameDevs on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow and go to the site. See what's going on. Go to features. Go to news. Go to events. You know, Vote for, vote for your favorite game. Most anticipated Vote for your game favorite too. game and your most anticipated game. And if you don't see it, write it in. I want to see what you, I want to see what you got. And if you have a, a game you'd like to recommend for wishlist, this tweet it at us on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's it. I hope everyone's having a great holiday season. Eat some good food, spend some time with good people, and play some games. Play a lot of games. Can't wait. Uh, me too. I got I got a big list. Maybe we'll do an po- episode next week because it'll just be the basically the game what we've been playing. Because I feel like no news is going to come out this week. I bet I can find two 
You know what? Let's. I'm, I'm going to find two things this week in Canadian games, and I'm going to write them on the site. All right, fine. It two things scratch, that happened I'm this, do it. this week. That, yes, no, this week. That actually happened find this week. Two... Not things that we missed. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to find two things between now, December 22nd, and December 28th that have actually been announced or revealed. Someone, I don't know, either doesn't celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or something and is just in the studio. Like, I don't know where everyone went, but I'm going to hit publish on this thing. Uh, and I'm going to write it up for the site and we can talk about it. That's my I think next week we will do one. I'm mm-hmm. printing the calendar. And we'll just, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's talk about the, like, we can kind of do a end of the year wrap up, not our game of the years, but maybe just some other fun little things like games we didn't get a chance to play, games that we want to go back to, stuff like that. Some some Canadian highlights we can curate a little list. Canadian highlights, yeah. So if you got suggestions that you want to talk, like want to yeah. talk about, you can do that cool too. beans. But also follow us all over the place. Canada Game Devs, um, go to the site, support the Thank site. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Stay warm out there, and goodbye. See ya.